Hello everyone, my name's Hugh. And my name's Hannah. And welcome to Morph In, Morph Out, a Power Rangers podcast where I, a Power Ranger fan, tries to convince Power Ranger skeptic Hannah that Power Rangers is worth her time. So, this week, let's find out if you're Morph In... Or Morph Out. Here's a million dollar question, Hugh. Was this episode a Halloween episode? No. <laughs> Definitively no. Except it was. That's the thing, right? Okay. So Because the synopsis, spoiler alert mm. for the synopsis, which I will tell you in about two minutes time, it says that the Rangers are going to a Halloween costume party, yeah. but no one in the episode ever mentions the H word. And, fun fact, um, this episode was aired out of order, so for Halloween. So it would be so it could be closer to Halloween. I see. So it is a Halloween episode, but it isn't. Mm. Why? <laughs> What's the deal with that? Don't know. Do you think they're like? I don't know. Was it's like Halloween a bit of a controversial word nah. for kids' entertainment? No, think of like. It, is it too like demonic and satany? But this was Count Duckler was on TV at this point, right? <laughs> that is very true, and he did live in like a Tim Burton style, you know, yeah. constant Halloween like kind of world. Yeah. No, I just found it really bizarre how it was very clearly meant to be like a Halloween episode, but no one ever says like Happy Halloween. No. Or like. Trick or treat. It's, yeah, it's Nothing. not. It's never vaguely mentioned. It's weird, isn't Basically, it? Basically, Ernie's like, "Fuck, this month's gonna be low again. I need an event." Oh, masquerade! <laughs> but it's not a masquerade. It's just a normal costume party. Plus, because in the middle of the day. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that as well. Plus, because apparently Angel Grove is in like a world of eternal um, summer. Mm. Like it doesn't feel like it's anywhere near the right. Season no. does it at There's all? No, not a single, <laughs> not a single orange leaf to be seen. <laughs> no, or a pumpkin. All pumpkins, because it's not Halloween. It's not. Oh. Even though this is the Halloween episode, mm. it's weird. Should we get into it? We should get into it because there's a lot to talk about in this episode. Really? Because yeah. I have. Very little to say. That's a lie. That's not true. I have six pages of notes. <laughs> There's a lot to say about this episode. <laughs> this episode is called Life's a Masquerade. They could have gone with, like, Monster Mash. Yeah. That would have worked a lot better for me. Or... I'm not really feeling this episode title. No. But let's, you know, judge a book by its cover. Don't. <laughs> okay, Yoda. 
<laughs> judge a book by its cover, you must not. <laughs> um, we start. Whoa. Don't you want to hear the Netflix synopsis? Have you told us? I said it had Halloween in it. All right, go on then. <laughs> Did you think the full synopsis was Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> now, the full Netflix synopsis for this episode is Rita's Frankenstein's monster crashes the Power Rangers Halloween costume party. Shit. Mm. We start in the best Power Rangers location, the gym and juice. Clowns everywhere in the first shot. Yeah, so... <laughs> Clowns everywhere, Hugh. Clowns. It is. A, a lot of... It's it's clown-centric. It is pretty terrifying, the opening <laughs> shot, because it's just, just a lot of creepy faces being put up everywhere. It's weird. Yeah. There's nothing, like, specifically Halloween-y, as we said. Like, no. there's no, like, bats. There's no, like, black and orange. There's no... Just loads of clowns. It's really weird. Just a lot of clowns' faces. And Ernie's just, like, rallying people to put stuff up. He's like, <laughs> go on, guys, we've got to do the thing. Do Bossing free, people around, free, yeah. Free labour from teenagers. Do, do the things I want to do. Um, You'd think that the Rangers would have a bit of clown PTSD, considering oh, for sure. their history with clowns. You'd think they'd have just a monster PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> just a general monster hatred. Um, a lot of creepy faces are being put up. Um, Ernie tries to rally some more help, but Bulk and Skull are like, nah. They basically hear the word work and just mm. like try to sneak out, but um, unfortunately, Kimberly like spots them. And um, distracts them by complimenting their costumes, mm. even though they're just wearing their normal like. But they're not just wearing their biker jackets. Stuff. They're not. Like, in this episode, Bullock and Skull are a lot more punk. They're a lot more punked up, yes, but it's still just like a variation on what they normally wear. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, true. Um, Bullock and Skull are then made to put up some decorations. To- yeah, like Ernie catches them like hesitating in uh, the doorway and is like whoa 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 where do you two think you are going and throw some like just decks at them to be like <laughs> put these up do put, this put it up um we have a return of a of a fabulous side character um zach notices that angela is there yo angela Remember Angela, the fit, the fit hula, hula hoop girl? Angela's back, guys. Fan favourite Angela. Mm. Um, he tries to walk off after her um, as she, she walks away, um, but starts pulling some ribbon, and then Jason's just like, <laughs> Zach, because like, Jason's on the other end of it, like putting it up, and then Zach just like starts walking off with the other bit of ribbon. Yeah. And like I thought like something more comical was going to happen, like Jason would like, fall off the ladder or something and be like, whoa, but it was just like him going, <laughs> Zach. He sort of goes like, yo, Zach, like kind of mocking his, yo, Angela thing, but he's he's just kind of saying it to himself and it just really isn't funny, but he kind of laughs at his own joke, which is a little bit adorable. Um, Tommy asks Kim for some help. Tommy's creeping around Kim. Oh, yeah. He is like kind of creeping, isn't he? It's not like even subtle. He hardly hangs out with any of the other rangers, really. Only eyes for Kim. Yeah. Um... Then we get this masterful stroke of uh, physical comedy where Bulk and Skull open up some uh, some decorations. And one of the ribbons is 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 underneath something. They pull some chairs. Some chairs fall over. There's like a whole like domino, domino effect thing, yeah. of like furniture that's leaning on other furniture gets like toppled over. It's and, like a chain reaction of chaos. And of course, it results in 
bulk against something and put it on his head. <laughs> I.e. wet paint. Um, so yeah, big big paint bucket lands on his head and he gets covered in white paint. And can I just say, bulk is the best at doing the like slow, oh, I've got something gross on me reveal. Well, he's had a lot of experience, like, hasn't he? Like the whole just like, yeah. the whole just like, and like he's like well trained in like sort of allowing some of it to go in his mouth a little bit and like just kind of be like do you you think he went to uh, clown college definitely (laughs) this is someone with a PhD in clown around (laughs) Um, everyone laughs and it's funny Uh, Skull cracks a pretty funny line he tells a bulk, you look like a ghost. He does. Because he's covered in white paint. Lol. Lol. Um, ha- uh, <laughs> a, a, a very good Halloween joke for a not Halloween Halloween episode. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of terrifying things, though. Yeah. We cut to Rita. Ah, nice. Um, Finster shouts out about that he's making super putties. Yeah, he says, the super putty is ready. But doesn't explain to us what it one is. No, we get like a bit of an explanation later on, mm. but so far the super putty is a mystery and to be honest is going to remain a mystery for the whole episode, but we'll get into that later. Mm. Um Sarita's plan is kind of like a flip and reverse like sort of version of her normal plan. Yes. Because she says that she's going to use the monster to keep the rangers busy at uh, the costume party mm. and send in the super putty slash super putties mm. as the actual like you know main force villains of the episode yes which is strange <laughs> it's a bit unusual isn't it like what what is this an opposite episode mixing it up a bit yeah um so yes she comes up with this plan Finster makes a monster and and it's a Frankenstein it's yeah as as promised it is Picture Frankenstein's monster, but like the sort of the movie version of Frankenstein's monster, and that's pretty much what Finster's made. Make him grey. <laughs> Make him look like he's wearing a mask. Yeah, it, the thing is, right, and I'm a little conflicted over this monster's like look because he looks pretty slapdash. Mm. Like it is literally just it literally just looks like a normal human guy wearing a, a pretty bad Frankenstein's monster costume, like. The mask is really weird. Like, he's got this kind of, like, half of, like, a Frankenstein's monster head, but it only comes down to, like, below the nose. Mm. And then the rest of his face is just, like, painted grey, and it's just a normal man's face, which is really weird. Mm. Um, But then I kind of thought, like, because this monster is supposed to be infiltrating, like, a human costume party, maybe it's meant to look like someone in a costume? Possibly. Do you know what I mean? So that he'll blend in to the party and not like stand out. But then I also don't really want to give like Finster that much credit. <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Fuck you, Finster. Come on. Um, so he beams down to Earth. Yes. And then we get a glorious, glorious scene. We cut to Billy's garage or the outside of it. <laughs> we are introduced to each ranger except for Tommy and they're all in costume. It's always except for Tommy. And they're all in costume. They're all in costume. And I thought that we could talk about the costumes in depth um, at the end of the episode in power fashion because 
they deserve a bit of time. We'll talk about them in depth later. These are amazing costumes, but, guys. But, but here's, here's, here is quickly just who is what, and we'll talk about, okay, okay. We'll talk about them in depth. So so Zack is dressed as uh, Tutankhamun, mm-hmm. um, but like a like pharaoh rather than mummy. Um, That's th- an important distinction. <laughs> it is. Um, Billy is Sherlock Holmes. Of course. Nice. Uh, Trini is a Native American, sort of like kind of like Tiger Lily. Tiger Lily, maybe Pocahontas. It was difficult maybe to tell, Pocahontas. yeah. Um, Kim is just like a bog standard princess. <laughs> bog standard. Bog standard princess. <laughs> All in pink, yeah. All in pink, pointy hat. Um, and Jason, I'm, I'm still to this, to this day, <laughs> to this moment, I don't really know what Jason's dressed up as. He kind of looks like Robin Hood. He's Robin Hood, right? Maybe he's not. It's, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Okay. It's, it's not all green, and he doesn't have a bow and arrow. He has a sword. So yeah. Who, so we'll, who is he? we'll. Okay. We'll. We'll talk about that later, but for now, can we just discuss Zach saying to Billy that he thinks that Billy is dressed, and I quote, like that Sherlock Holmes dude, Mm. rather than wearing a Sherlock Holmes costume. What? So Zach, like, says to Billy, "You're you're dressed a bit like that Sherlock Holmes dude. Kind of implying that Zach doesn't think that Billy is dressed as Sherlock Holmes, but that <laughs> Billy is dressed up a little bit like someone who looks like Sherlock Holmes. Or maybe he thinks that Billy isn't wearing a costume at all. <laughs> it's just one of Billy's little outfits. It was a really weird line. Also, for this entire episode, Billy isn't wearing his glasses and it doesn't really seem to affect him. Unless he's wearing contacts. He wears his glasses. I'm pretty sure he, he no, wasn't. No. I noted it down that he no, isn't wearing them. He's wearing his glasses. Um, m- maybe it was a continuity error in Possibly. in this particular scene then. Because he definitely wasn't wearing them at this point. So, yeah. They explain to us that they are going to a costume competition. Yes, and that the reason Tommy isn't there is because apparently his costume isn't ready yet. Yeah, he's put some final touches on it. He probably hasn't had time to make one because of all the karate he's doing. Oh, it... Uh... It's an issue, Hugh. It's an ongoing issue. Like, when is this guy going to get his act together and be part of this team, like, properly? Like, right now, he's only there to creep on Kim and then he sneaks off to do whatever we'll talk on his own. We'll talk about it at some I'm just, point. I'm just not having it. We'll talk about it properly. I'm just not having it. We'll talk about it properly at some point. Um, but then we get the best cut. We get the best scene in this whole entire episode. A hundred percent agree with you. We cut to either Bulk or Skull's room. Right. I'm thinking Bulk. Yeah. Because there's a massive hot dog on the wall. I was gonna right. I I've got an in-depth description and of Bulk's bedroom. There's not enough skulls. If it was skulls, exactly. if it was skulls room, yeah. I think it'd have a few more goth stuff like chains and skulls and. It would essentially look like a Punisher costume, wouldn't it? Yeah, basically, it would have looked like a maybe like a Halloween themed set. Is, is everyday Halloween in Skull's room? Pretty much. Should we um, let's do a little descriptive tour of this room? Okay. I was fascinated by this because Me now. you know that I'm always like fascinated whenever we get like little insights into into the characters' lives in any way. You know mm. what I mean? So yeah, like straight away, your eyes are drawn to the giant painting of the hot dog on the wall. And I mean giant, it's nearly the length of his bed. It's huge. Which it's hung over. It's probably like three foot long. It's ridiculous. And you know what else was really funny? It's really well painted. It is. It's like beautifully super, done. Super detailed. It's super, super good. So straight away you're like, okay, this is obviously Bulk's bedroom. Um, 
as well as the hot dog, there's also lots of pictures of pizza around. Okay. And in a later shot, we also see a giant painting of an ice cream cone. Wow. Like, giant. Like, he has, like, a um, a full-length mirror, and it's nearly the length of the mirror. Jesus Christ. Like, is I... this kind of offensive? Because Massively. what they're implying is that if you're of, like, a larger size, like, food is, like, your only interest. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's massively offensive, isn't it? Like, I know that it's a kid's show and it's meant to be, like, sort of like a caricature up, even so. Like, not only is Bulk... Not only does Bulk, like, clearly have, like, an eating problem, but he, he's, like, obsessed with food. Or maybe he just, like, appreciates, um, like, food painting? Maybe. Maybe, you know it's, I mean? maybe it's a pop-up thing. Maybe he's a connoisseur. Um, it's also a complete mess, which isn't really uh, surprising. One, because it's... Bulk and two because he's a teenage boy. Bulk is like no the offense. messiest of the two. Yeah, for sure. He, he's he's a bit of a slob, isn't he? Mm. Um, I also noticed weirdly that he has like photos of what looked like boxes just around his bed, but it might have just been because it was so far in the background. I just couldn't quite tell what they were. They're really weird. Um, and he also has what looked like a chainsaw hanging on his wall, yeah, which is a sense. little disturbing. Um, and then. Um, skull is rifling through like a chest mm. and it's like a chest of like is it just normal clothes or does he have like a costume box in his room? I don't know I think it, <laughs> I think it must be a costume like box because um, Bulk says to him look we need to get we need to get the prize we need to win. Yeah he wants to win the um, costume contest and while Skull is rifling through this box of clothes. Bulk is strapped Bulk. to a device. Right. But we don't we don't see the device at first, right? The camera <laughs> this shot. It's like a wide angle. And as Skull is rifling through this chest of clothes, we see Bulk from like the the stomach up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's jiggling. He's jiggling furiously. He's like <laughs> he's like jiggling around a lot, like and then, like, the camera sort of pans out a little bit more, and then you can see that he's using, like, one of those machines that, like, jiggles you to help you lose fat, I think? Yeah, I, th I think I don't know what they're called. It's one of those machines where um, it, 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 it tenses your abs. So it, it jiggles oh. you so that you, like, you, like, naturally, like, tighten your core, and it's meant to be, like, a workout for your abs. But aren't you supposed to have, they're, like, abs first? Yeah, they're, they're, kind of one of the, they're kind of one of those machines that only work on, like, skinny people. No offence, Bob. Yeah. But um, the machine, like, awkwardly only comes up to his crotch, so it basically looks like a robot is giving him a blowjob. <laughs> that's that's literally what it looks like. Um, but then we get a beautiful montage of them trying on some costumes. It's so lovely, yeah. The first, first stop is um, Skull's dressed as Captain Hook and uh, Bulk is dressed as Peter Pan. <laughs> and um, Bulk, Bulk refuses. He's not wearing tights. He's not wearing tights. Bulk, ha Bulk has a lot of issues with his masculinity th through this montage of costume changes, I noticed. Yeah. He's really angry about the tights. He's not wearing the tights. <laughs> so we then get another cut to them as a horse, but Bulk's the back end, and he's like, and not be in the rear. See? Once and again. Not be in the rear. Sexuality issues right here. But then... They find a nice. They find a nice place. Um, both Bulk and Skull are dressed as Elvis, but at <laughs> different moments in time. And, <laughs> and Skull does this amazing line where he goes, "See, I could be young uh, Elvis, and you can be uh, old Elvis." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> good choice of word there, Skull. And, um, and Bul- they, they look really good as well, don't they? Look, they? they do look really good. And Bulk is up for it. Bulk's like, yes, let's Bulk's do this. Well up for it. And then we get this nice little sequence where the two do some like Elvis-type dances to like this music, which, which is clearly... Right, we can't get the rights for Elvis music, so can you just make some Elvis stock music, please? <laughs> um, they, d- they do some dancing to that. But then, like, I think... Bulk, uh, Skull like kicks Bulk in the crotch or something, or by mistake, or like he does his back in somehow, and then that's and then that's him just being like, "Nah, we're not we're not being Elvis. Fuck this." Um, and then they fall on the floor. If I can't gyrate, then I'm no. not being Elvis. They fall on the floor, and then the Frankenstein monster is looking in through the window. Yeah, does a bit of growling, and then walks off. He just lumbers away. <laughs> it's really weird, isn't it? Like, why was he? Did did he see the? Dancing through the window and think that that was the costume party. Well, you saw the dancing through the window and just went, "No, these guys aren't the Power Rangers. <laughs> these guys clearly aren't Power Rangers." Because Rita's just beamed him down, just gone like, "Yeah, fight the Power Rangers." She never gives the monsters enough details, does she? I remember when um, Madame Woe like just like zaps up um, that girl Marge. who like Marge, yeah, like Marge by mistake because mm. Rita gave her incredibly vague instructions. Go to the park and find the Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, we cut to the gym and juice. The costume party is in full swing. Full. In like the middle um, of the day. It's so weird. It's the middle of the day. It's like. It's not even vaguely night time. It's like one o'clock. Yeah. Like that sort of time. It's ridiculous. The party is in full swing though, like, and the teenagers have a great time. Um, but, um, can I just say, there's clearly only about like 20 extras there. Yeah. Because you can tell that they're all like crowded into just one corner of the gym and juice and the camera keeps like zooming in and out to try and give the illusion that the place is packed yes um Zach tries it on with Angela again yo Angela um, with his sweet pharaoh moves and then she goes go back to your tomb tut and walks off good one Angela good one <laughs> um, perhaps she's what? sick of the fact that he just starts every every conversation with her with with yo Angela <laughs> and she's like you know what Talk to me properly, and then we can talk. But, like, Zach's, like, fit. This is going to be my next point. Like, the, I mean, the abs that are on display oh, yeah. in this episode, I don't know how Angela is, like, holding it together. You know what I mean? Maybe Angela's looking for fitter stuff. More than Zach? Maybe, maybe she's not into that. Guys, maybe she's you, not guys, into abs. Guys, you could grate cheese. Maybe she's, on his stomach. Maybe she's, like, into the complete opposite. Maybe she's waiting for Bulk to approach her. You know what? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what this mystery is? And maybe he's getting... That's what he's getting himself into shape for. You never know. Maybe they got a little something going on. You never know. Probably not, but you never know. Um, Buck and Skull show up dressed as, like, themselves, and then go, great idea on the punk costumes. (laughs) It's like... Yeah. They haven't even, like, vaguely changed it or, like, played it up in any way. That's the joke. (laughs) They've just come dressed as themselves. After all of that comedic dicking around, they just come in their normal clothes. That's the, that's the joke. It's amazing. I tell you who hasn't just come in his normal clothes, though. Ernie. Ernie is dressed as Dracula, and he is rocking it, right? He's on point. But this this little scene where we see his costume is hilarious, okay? So he, like, creeps on in behind Kim yeah. and Trini and does his best um his best vampire impression. I want to suck your blood, except imagine that, but like even shitter. But it's, it's Ernie kind of being like 
I want to suck your blood. Like slightly New York. Yeah. I can't even do it without like attempting like a proper Dracula accent. I guess that's just one of my flaws. Mm. Just a flawless Dracula impression 24-7. But then Trini and Kim are like, get away. Kim's like, "Mm, I'll take a path, Ernie. And then Ernie is genuinely like, how do you know it was me? And then Kim and Trini just shrug. And I was like, I'm sorry, Ernie. But there aren't really a lot of other portly adults at this teenage costume party that it could possibly be. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Did did he think that just like a little bit of white paint was going to completely re-sculpt his entire face? (laughs) Um... But let's 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 take a five. Let's take five, right? Yeah. Take five because fucking Alpha shows. Alpha up. five. Let's take Alpha five, guys. This this like genuinely shocked me. Like I actually paused the episode and was like, what the fuck? Because Alpha five just strolls into the party. He just rocks like up. nobody's business. Billy d- does a little double take as he mm. sees him, which is really adorable, and he's like, mate, what the fuck are you doing here? And then Alpha Five's like, well, everyone's in costume, so... Yeah, he says he wants to party with them. Billy agrees that he does have a, and I quote, splendid costume. He does. Um, which is true, because Alpha literally looks like a small man in a suit, because that is what Alpha is. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, he, he is what he is. And he, is he, he is what he is. He looks like what he is. But guess who else fucking shows up? Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's monster strolls in right Rita, after him. Finster, Rita's Finster's Frankenstein's monster shows up. <laughs> Rita's Finster's Mary Shelley's Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> um, and then he goes, now that's a costume. Mm. So it works then. The illusion has worked. Yeah. Shit. Um, <laughs> we cut to a random cave. It's not a random cave. We've seen this cave before, Have right? We? Yes, I recognised it because it, it it has that very distinctive cherub statue outside it, oh, yeah. clearly marking it as a suspicious place. <laughs> we we first saw it right in oh, the episode with that like pie piper like troll thing. Oh yeah, different drum. Oh, that's it. Yeah, uh, uh, the guy that lured all those like, mm. girls into the cave. It's that cave. So this must be Rita's like little like l- like home away from home. A lake house. <laughs> it's a, a holiday home on earth. You know what I mean? Um, there's a lot of activity going on yes. in her little home away from home. Um, Finster is finalising his new creation. Finster's of, on the job of of his indestructible super putties. Super putty, how delightful! Now I'll be able to construct an army of putty patrollers that will be indestructible. So Which can... is a really good idea, but unfortunately, it begs the question, why has it taken them this long to make super putties? And why aren't all the putties super putties? Well, because, well, they, they've sourced this new clay from this cave, haven't they? So clue... Is that what's going on? Yeah. Right. Because i got to be honest, I didn't have a clue what was going so, on in this so, whole sequence. So they, they've got this new clay, basically, for, for the super putties. Ah, okay. Um, You're right, yeah, because... They had that weird like container, and it had all this like pink mm. smoke in it. And then there were these tubes like kind of attached to it, and they were like pumping out clay. Mm. Okay, yeah. And then the putties, like uh, the normal putties, are sort of like farming it. Um, so it's like putties are building putties, mm. like machines building machines. Mm. Ugh. 
Like um, the orcs, like uh, building the urukai. Looks like meat back <laughs> on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> we return to the party. Um, Alpha is getting flirted on heavily by some hot babes. For some right, okay. For some reason, <laughs> Alpha is an absolute babe magnet. Lol, he's a robot. Despite being the height of a small of a a tall child mm. one of the girls is like stroking him and actually says I just love the way you talk <laughs> I mean what the fuck and aye 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 mm, so hot um, this annoys <laughs> talk robot to me this annoys Zach to no end um, because he's like flirting hard but getting no action which is like perfectly like I'm totally with Zach on this, right? Angel Grove girls have the weirdest taste, okay? Angela just completely ignores Zach's washboard abs, but these girls are, like, really aroused by what is clearly a small man in a robot costume with a high-pitched voice. <laughs> um, the monster's, like, fucking around, um, and Billy suspects it might be Tommy, and I'm like, come on, Bill. I don't know though because it's a fair guess I think considering that he kept his costume a secret from them mm. and then clearly was like kind of stalling for time so that he could maybe make like a surprise entrance like a, I, I could kind of buy that as like a, a logical con conclusion you the, know? the monster tries to grab Kim and Trini but two lads ask them to dance and uh, basically save their lives um, the monster then goes for Jason and Zach but some random random girl like picks him out, picks picks the monster out for a dance. Um, Once again, Angel Grove girls have the weirdest taste. She see right. Here's the lineup. Okay, <laughs> hot Jason, mm. hot Zach, mm. actual Frankenstein's monster. Who does she go for? Actual Frankenstein's monster. But this isn't. What just, is going on here? But this just this isn't just some random girl though. This is Sharky, who is no, it's not. Who is the girl that Axel Rose? Yeah, the girl that hangs out with Bulk and Skull. What? She's changed. She's she in the script. She's credited as Sharky. Oh, okay. That kind of explains what happens a yes. bit later on, actually. Yeah. So, so the girl, so the, girl, the, girl, right, okay. the girl manages to dodge death by dancing with him. Um, the dance turn ugs, uh, turns ugly, however, when the monster picks her up, full picks her up, and throws her at Bulk and Skull. Um, Bulk and Skull tried to fight him by shooting him with like a toy gun um, <laughs> but then just end up being chased out of the gym and juice um, yeah so it's a really weird scene it's like a, oh okay we're getting a slight action scene with Bulk and Skull I guess okay it's, it's so funny as well how like during um, Sharky and Frankenstein's monsters dance he's so obviously trying to punch her yeah he's trying to kill her and She's completely unaware, and yeah. so is like the entire like rest of the party who have like formed a circle around them and are watching them. Yeah. Like every time she just happens to duck is when he like just like lobs a punch at her, and they're all like, "Woo, new hot couple, yeah!" What's wrong with this school? No idea. I think like like all the putties and monsters over the years have just like warped everybody's <laughs> expectations of like of what is normal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's so weird. The monster chases Bulk and Skull up the, the gym and juice. Um, For Bit Frankenstein's monster, he seems pretty quick on his feet. He is quite he? quick. Billy follows, but Zach and Jason are just like standing there, just looking confused. Yeah, um, they just like Billy's like kind of gotten a bit suspicious yeah. at last because he's just 
seen what he previously well, thought well, was Tommy in, in a costume. He's the ultimate detective. He should yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And what's really funny about that is, did you notice that he like stays in character? He does at all times, right? So when he's completely run out of the party, he um he's he's running after Frankenstein's monster. He pauses in order to take a fake like a smoke of his fake pipe as if like he still has an audience yeah. <laughs> I love it he's so in character the monster gives up chasing Bulk and Skull and just kind of like wanders off um, and yeah Billy goes after him after pretending to be Sherlock Holmes a bit more and follows follows him all the way to, to the cave mm. um, which is kind of a long way isn't it yeah uh, the cave is of, yeah the, is the one where Fence is making the new putties um Rita shows up inside the cave demanding these new putties um, Vince is like you know oh, yeah, they're, they're on their way we're, we're doing it um, Billy is creeping through the through the cave but triggers an alarm yes which is probably the smartest thing that Finster has ever done in the history of everything literally um, <laughs> it's Rita, a good idea wasn't it Rita orders the Frankenstein to go after him um, and it's only at this point that Billy uses his, quote, deductive reasoning to work out that Frankenstein's monster might not be Tommy after all. Um, <laughs> the, the monster starts fighting Billy. Um, yeah, that's when Billy says, I don't think this is Tommy. <laughs> Tommy? <laughs> is um, that you? <laughs> so he decides to morph, but it's not morphing time. No. It's molecular transmutation time, <laughs> according to Billy. <laughs> that's what it is. Billy is the Blue Ranger, fights the monster. Um, the monster then pulls out the screws that are in his neck mm. and turns them into like this chain weapon. Um, yeah, it was like nunchucks, but like yeah. Frankenstein style. It was awesome. Which is pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, Rita tells everyone to move out. Um, she No, whoa, 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 whoa. You need to give the full detail there. Rita says... Let's get the ball rolling, and then some putties literally roll a boulder. It's the clay. It's great. Oh, the clay, yeah. It's, it's brilliant. It's excellent writing. Somehow this causes an earthquake. No, she causes the earthquake. She causes... What, with her magic? Yeah. Okay, because all I saw was the clay rolling, and then an earthquake happened. <laughs> that's, that's all you see. Like, there's nothing else to go on. And then, and then, and then, and yeah. then, and then... And then we get a wide shot of Rita standing on the boulder and the boulder is slowly rising through the air and she's just cackling the whole way. <laughs> it's flying on it and it's clearly like a, just a toy on a piece of string. I know. I, do, I don't know what I love more, this or that like magic like unicycle she sometimes rides. I love this more because at least the, at least the bike is a mode of transportation where she's just gone... Lol, clay flute. <laughs> it's, it's weird. And then, isn't this the clay that they're meant to be using for the super putty? It's the super putty clay, yeah. So why is she, she using it to, like, float into space on? Well, she's taking it to space, back to the castle. But she doesn't do that, though, does she? Not straight away. Okay. Um, She casually just threatens the people of Earth. Or... Well, she kind of does, and... and she doesn't so there's like people like running around like sort of screaming underneath because an earthquake has just happened mm. and then she sort of she says like she does them not to worry but like really sarcastically yeah. and then says I'm, I won't destroy you right now but I'll be back and then she ends with have a nice day <laughs> it's really weird it's so weird so, so Billy like yourself is really confused yeah Um. we, we cut to the gym and juice 
the earthquake is just slightly bothering people at this party. Um, <laughs> Ernie tells everyone to settle down. It's just a small earthquake. No need to break up the party, guys. Come on. But then I guess small earthquake compared to like the usual disasters of Goldar breathing fire. This on is the very city. true. Yeah, it's kind of like small S- swings and fry, isn't it? Um, swings around roads. Um, Billy makes it back to the gang and updates yeah. them on what's going on. Um, Jason then takes, you know, he takes takes lead as he always does, and says teleports to the HQ to get some more information from Zordon. Um, and he also um, doesn't he tell Tommy to report. He tries to get in touch yeah. with Tommy, but um, the communications um, don't work. It says uh, that offline, but why? We'll, why? We'll find out why now. Okay. Um, they teleport away anyway because you know it, it is an emergency, so they they fucking fuck off out there. Um, cut to the HQ. Um, Zordon tells them about Rita's plan. Um, she's made this monster to take over the world, and she's gonna then send in a wave of super putties. Um, Jason tries to get in touch with Tommy again, but this is why Tommy couldn't get reached was because he's fighting he's fighting some putties. So he couldn't get in contact with him before because he was fighting putties outside the door. I guess, okay. Because um, they made it sound like he just, like, he couldn't get, like... Put it on D&D, like... Reception or something. Yeah, he put it on Do Not Disturb or something. I was like, I didn't know you could do that. Um, the five of them teleport down to fight the monster, and it's morphing time. Um, the five break out in, into a battle scene. Um, but the monster has the slight upper hand. Like it's, it's quite an even battle. Um, the monster's taking some hits, throwing in some blows. It doesn't look even to me. It looks like he pretty much owns them. Oh really? Um, <laughs> He's throwing all kinds of moves. At all them. kinds of moves. So Rita's like, "Huh, I've got the advantage. Let's get more an advantage." And makes him grow standard. Um, it's she meg- always gets like um, grow happy. It's Megazord time. Um, straight off the bat, full on Megazord battle mode. Um, the monster fucks up the Megazord. Yeah, and now he hasn't just got the um, bolts on a chain weapon. He's got like a ball on a chain, like massive, a huge massive ball, ball on chain, and yeah. it is just fucking them up. It's, like, yeah, even when they call in like uh, the sword, the Megazord thing, <laughs> they like hit him with it, and I don't know whether it was just like he, he because he, of the costume. No, he chest but, bumps it. Yeah, like he he like. They, like, bring the sword down on him, and it just bounces off his chest. And I was like, I guess, like, Frankenstein's monster is, like, meant to be pretty nails, isn't he? Like, he's he's a pretty indestructible monster. So in, in, in Power Rangers, you just kind of accept that he's just, like, a stronger creature than the rest than the rest of the monsters. But in the Japanese version of this episode, this monster is made from the super putty. Right. Why didn't they do that in this? Don't know. Because it would have made a lot more sense. It would have made a lot more sense. He starts off as this kind of like bumbling comedy villain mm. who was who was like um, described watching Bob skull as, through a window. Yeah, as like as just being a distraction. But then he, like Rita, kind of promotes him to the MVP of the episode, and mm. like suddenly he's this massive like impenetrable threat. Yeah. Um, at one point. He take, yeah, he takes the, the the hit with the sword on the chest and ch- chest pumps it off. Um, the monster then wraps the Megazord around the head with his chains and then lifts the Megazord up with it and smashes him down back on the ground. Yeah, he's really brutal with he the is, Megazord. He is fucking and he is like... And when he like throws the Megazord down, it's not just on like an empty bit of ground. He, it, the Megazord like goes through entire like... like 
blocks of apartments and stuff yeah. like that. Like this is a lot of a lot of devastation that we will never see or like see no. see the repercussions of at all. This is no Batman vs Superman. <laughs> it's absolutely not. Um, J- Jason says uh, they need more help, which they clearly do. Yeah, they clearly um, are getting fucked over. We cut back to Tommy still fighting the putties. Um, but then he defeats them. He fends them off. He, he beats them up enough for them to make a tactical retreat. How does he do it here? And he has like a big bag with him, which we assume has got this His much hyped costume in it that oh, apparently yes. has took him about half the party mm. to finish. Um, he def- um, Zordon um, then fills him in on you know what, what the other rangers are doing. It's Dragon's Zord time. So, well, it's not Dragon's Zord time, it's Green Ranger time. Do, 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 do. Tommy Morphs is the Green Ranger. We cut back to the fight. Um, the monster is still fucking up the Megazord, smashing him with his ball and chain, um, and then picks him up above his head, spins him around, and throws him. We talked about that bit, didn't we? No. Or are we doing it again? No, that's when he picks him up with his chain. This time he picks him up with his bare hands, like above his head, and like oh, sorry, spins yeah, him yeah. around and throws him. Um, the Megazord is starting to like blow up and stuff. Um, but Tommy shows up, and then the awesome uh, dragon dagger, the, the iconic uh, tune, the tune, the tune. I assume. Yes, it is. <laughs> so good. Um, the dragon sword shows up, comes from his little hidey hole in the in the in the sea. Um, but then um, Frankenstein's monster starts like using them against each other. Like there's a bit where. I think he picks up the dragon sword by and like tail, yeah. yeah and, and like yeah by the tail and just like tosses it in to the megazord. Even the double team of the dragon sword and the megazord yeah is is pretty the, tough. They're, they're, they're having problems. Um, and then he Frankenstein wants <laughs> to like breathes on them. Oh yeah, yes, like this. What like, was that? Yes, like this like red misty breath that like does yeah. damage. Yeah, he just goes like. <sighs> And then, like, you, we, we cut to inside the Megazord in the Ranger's little operating room, and they're all going, like, oh, his breath! Oh! And I was like, what is it? Like, super stink breath? Like, what's going on? Possibly. It was really weird because it didn't really do that much, but it was just kind of funny. Mm. Um, so they're like, fuck it. We need more power. So they form the Dragon Zord battle mode, which they keep calling the Mega Dragon Zord, but that's. Yeah, I, I'm that's, getting... A... That's something else. Right, okay. I, I noticed that, and then I was like, don't they just normally call it the Dragon Sword? Like, you need to make your mind up, guys. It's... it's there's going to be other forms. Are there? Yeah. I thought this was going to be it. No. For the next, like, 50 episodes. There's more forms. Wow, okay. Um, so, yes. So the, 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 the T-Rex pulls out. The, 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 the Dragon Sword takes its place. As it as the torso and the head, um, and they start fighting. Things look pretty even, but then for long they don't though. Things are pretty even, but then he's he's, then, he's pretty much winning like the entire time. Like no. they even like shoot like a beam at him, right? And he just deflects it. Remember that bit? Oh yeah. Like they've like barely put like a scratch on him at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then the fucking dragons all just. Pulls out his fucking ultimate move. Oh, gets, the power staff. Gets the power staff. Yeah. Shoves it in his chest, Ugh. forms a hole, and he blows up. It's brutal. It just like it's just a giant. I think we talked about it in the last episode uh, when mm. they used it against the spy 
oh, was it the spider they used yeah, it against? Yeah, yeah. And, and then you get those really gross shots of like the camera goes like through the hole that's through the monster and you can see the dragon sword like through it it's really gross yeah it's awesome um, <laughs> and, and, they, and they've won yeah and Tommy has an amazing closing line he does do you remember this now that's what I call a case of bad indigestion I was like dude you've just bored a hole through a living creature <laughs> kind of inappropriate <laughs> you soulless boy <laughs> but All's well, they go back to the party, which is resumed really quickly after that earthquake and, like, buildings being brought down. Literally, yeah. And he's like, the show must go on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tommy rocks up. Yes. um, Sans costume. He doesn't have it on at this point. And Trini's like, mate, where's the costume at? You promised us a costume. Where is it, mate? Where's your fucking costume? Come on. Where's the costume? Where's the costume, Tommy? And he's like, okay, Trini. Runs off to get changed. Meanwhile, Alpha 5, (laughs) still busy with the ladies. Oh, yeah. Presumably, I don't remember seeing him at the command centre. So presumably, he was busy during the entire battle with this, like, gaggle of girls. Yeah, saving them from danger. Yeah. Getting some digits. <laughs> um, Bulk, like me, fails to see the appeal and is really like angry about what's going on. He's really Again, angry. I can kind of understand it. But then, coming from a man who's not even in costume, fuck off, Bulk. He is in costume. He's come as a punk. Okay. <laughs> Just because it's his everyday costume. Just like how Alpha's come as a robot. Exactly. And Billy's come as a guy who looks a bit like Sherlock Holmes but isn't Sherlock Holmes. According to Zach. And who knows what Jason came as. I literally don't know. I literally don't know. Um, Then we finally get to see Tommy's costume. Mm. So Tommy comes out. But is it Tommy or is it Frankenstein's monster again? Because he's pretty much wearing the same costume like he's dressed as Frankenstein's monster but it's ex- he looks exactly the same as the monster why. I don't know why it's, it's, I mean obviously it's like it's a gag it's yeah. a joke yeah. but like it's really weird given his history as being like uh, as being one of Rita's you know m- like weapons that she used against him the fact that he rocks up looking exactly like another one of her monsters you'd think the rangers <laughs> would have been like Holy fuck, what? Don't play these mind games with us, Tommy. It's terrifying. Like, if I was one of them, I'd be like, what are you doing? This is so inappropriate. <laughs> it really is. It's as inappropriate as that, like, indigestion line he, ma- he made earlier. Finally, and the most important part of the episode, Yeah. we get to find out the winner of the costume contest. Who wins this costume then, Ernie? Come on. Who wins this, who wins this grand prize? It's Alpha. Well done, buddy. Who only only says, I don't know who you are, but i got to give you the prize. (laughs) And, like, somehow pins it onto Alpha. Not quite sure how. (laughs) On his metal body. No idea how that happened. Can't quite get the safety pin through there. Never mind. Um, Bulk is outraged because... Well, I, I don't know why he's outraged because he put zero effort in. He's just, just rocked up in his own clothes. He's angry all the time. Um, he demands a can opener from Skull so that he can find out who's under the the Alpha costume. Which Skull has. Skull, yeah. Just he opens his jacket up straight away. It doesn't even look. He knows where it is. It's always there. It's his trusty can opener. Pull. Yeah, just pulls out the can opener. 
And then... I guess because Bulk's always eating. Maybe. Maybe he's, like, really fond of tinned tuna. Maybe. And Skull's like, I gotta be prepared for my bulky boy. That's... He calls him that earlier in the episode. <laughs> he, he does. He says, yes, bulky boy. Bulky and boy. I... My heart was kind of warmed, but my skin also, like, crawled a little bit. <laughs> what a conflicting set of feelings. Tell me about it. Um, and then Benny Hill style, Alpha <laughs> runs out the room with the girls following him, and then followed by Bulk and Skull. Brandishing a can opener, and we don't get to see what happens after that point. We literally don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe just instantly teleported away. Yeah. Who knows. Um, and then the gang laugh, and then that's the end. Freeze frame ending. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, I've only got a little bit of power uh, behind the power today, just to kind of just quickly go over who wrote and directed this episode. Um, Should we step in then? Yeah, like just just quick. Join me quickly for slightly behind the power. Just like, a little behind ad- the power. Ad- adjacent to the power. <laughs> um, so the writer was Cheryl Saban. We all know who she is. The wife of said God, Haim Saban. Um, <laughs> Uh, we've talked about her before she's an amazing philanthropist and like Power Rangers quite frankly as great as of a production as it is is beneath her like she's got she's doing a lot more amazing things now um, uh, but she's got a lot more Power Rangers to give okay. in, in terms of the podcast um, if, a few more Cheryl episodes coming up looking forward to them because you know what I enjoyed this episode. Really, Hugh? That amazes me. Anyway, director, Robert Hughes. We talked about him before. A lot more Power Rangers to come. And, um, yeah, my, my last bit is, I, I kind of um, mentioned it earlier, that weirdly this episode was aired after the next episode. Right, okay. So the next yeah. episode is called Gung Ho. Um, for some reason, Gung Ho was shown before Life is a Masquerade. Um, well, the, the reasoning was this ep- is to have this episode a closer to Halloween even right. though it's not a Halloween episode even though it is <laughs> really confusing but yeah that's pretty much it um, Tom Weiner was uh, the voice of the, the Frankenstein he did an excellent job with all those grunts those grunts and two lines he had two lines oh did he? yeah I can't remember what they were but he, he had like two lines good research um, <laughs> uh, yeah and that's and that's behind that's adjacent to the power um, but I think we all just really want to just get stuck into this power fashion. Oh, don't we? Because quite frankly, this episode, if any episode deserved a power fashion segment, it is the one where they're all in fancy dress. Um, power. Fashion. Power. Fashion. Costume party. Yeah. Right, so, Kimberly. Not too much to say about her. Just, like, imagine, like, a medieval-style... Um, like sort of princess yeah. costume just all in pink like it was like a classic like pink. puffy sleeves the big skirt the yeah. pointed hat the pointed hat with the sort of like ribbon on the top of it yeah so like it, a, typical, it, a typical yeah but what I liked about it is that it was, it was a proper medieval it was princess. like historic it was like a historical yeah princess it wasn't like I don't know like a a Barbie like sort of yeah. style like tiara super over the top like girly princess it was like I mean it was all pink though <laughs> yeah but you know pink ranger hmm. it was like a yeah like a classic like sort of they obviously um with the exception of Billy I guess I think that they oh actually none of them wore their colours oh, that's true actually Trini was sort of yellowish actually yeah I'm, I'm talking rubbish like 
Kim was the only one who was yeah. wearing her colours. Yeah, ignore that point that I was about to make. <laughs> um, Zach, possibly my favourite costume. He did look bunch, good. Although Billy comes at a close second. Yeah. Um, he 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 put in loads of effort. Like, um, pretty much just looked like sort of your like kind of cartoon like kind of take on like a pharaoh mm. and with the headdress and yeah the, even had a bit of like eyeliner going he on did well. he did i noticed that he had the like the eyeliner with the sort of the twirl at the end it was all like sort of gold and as i've mentioned several times them abs my god them abs he was, com- he was completely topless he was he had, great he had it all out he was great um you see nipple and everything yeah you can tell the costume ladies were like Mm. What should we dress Zach in? Mm. <laughs> but then Jason, su- I guess, like surprisingly, like showing a lot less skin than normal. Yeah. But in terms of like skin tightness, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like they were clearly like we got to put him in tights. Yeah. So. As far as I could tell, it was like a Robin Hood kind of outfit, but a very classic version of Robin Hood that no one would really recognise. But then he didn't have the bow and arrow. So like, yeah. So I, so I don't know if he was trying to like go for like, oh, Kim, if you go as a princess, I'll go as like a knight or something. I or... was kind of wondering if maybe they were going to do that dynamic, um, but it never came up. No. So, mm, yeah. So maybe he was just like a generic kind of prince. Possibly. Like he wasn't really wearing a crown, was he? No, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. he's some sort of medieval guy with a sword, <laughs> a little leather cap and stuff. Um, yeah. And then Billy's Sherlock Holmes was just on point. He's either Sherlock Holmes or, as Zach said, he is a guy dressed a bit like Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes esque. And it's um, it's pretty much that like classic Sherlock Holmes from French the old coat. like sort of films mm. you know what I mean he's got the um, what are those hats called with the ear flaps it's gonna bug me now deer stalker that's it deer stalker hat and the um, the like sort of beige like kind of checked mm. pattern tweed or something tweed yeah just imagine like a classic non Benedict Cumberbatch uh, Sherlock Holmes and that's pretty much what like Billy looks like yes. which I thought was like it was a choice that made sense, but at the same time, I kind of thought he'd go for something maybe like more sciencey. And I know that obviously Sherlock like Holmes like does like sort of science, mm. yeah, like or maybe Einstein or something yeah. like that. Like, but yeah, and clearly he was like living as well. He was because he stayed in character like <laughs> fully the whole time. Um, Trini, as we mentioned, was dressed as possibly Tiger Lily. Yeah, Pocahontas. Maybe Pocahontas. Maybe. Or just a random Native American. Or maybe just. Yeah, like a kind of. I mean, Jason didn't look like a specific character, no. so maybe she was just well, like. None of them were except for. Um, yeah. Uh, Billy. Yeah, but. Um, and I guess Jason with his Frankenstein <laughs> costume. I guess, like. Um, obviously, nowadays it's a little problem. Well, it's a. A lot like sort of problematic like dressing up as Native American characters but um, like I guess I thought that um, putting that aside she she was dressed in quite a, an understated way that looked at least slightly kind of accurate like she didn't have that like massive 
headdress. No, she wasn't a chief. She was just... No, but that's what I mean. It wasn't just like, I'm going to dress as a Native American and then wear just stuff that looks kind of cartoonish. Mm. But without like sort of knowing like where it actually comes from, like she looked like she'd put like a lot of like thought into it and was dressed as something specific, like a specific member of a specific tribe, rather than just generic Native American. You know what I mean? Like all their costumes actually had like a lot of like attention to detail and stuff, which was quite fun. Um, let's talk a little bit of, quickly about um, Balkan's Skulls various costumes yeah. the one thing that I enjoyed the most out of all the looks they tried on was um, when Bulk was dressed as Peter Pan he had like a He-Man style wig no I think that's his hair no it's not that's his hair and but then, his hair's dark no that's his hair underneath the bandanas he's got quite a light he's got quite a light I swear light he has hair. like dark hair he's, not... he's got like a light brown hair like a mousy brown no way is that his real hair yeah. it was like blonde it was like a blonde wig. It had like, it had like light shine on it, but it, it wasn't blonde. It, oh, was, it was like a mousy brown. My God. Genuine. I, ble- I just blew your mind right now. No. That's that his real can't hair. can't be his hair. That's his real hair. He's always wearing like a bandana or something over it. You can't see it. That's insane. He's going like a ponytail. That's it. Not in ponytail form. That's, that's really crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? That's actually nuts. It's funny though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's enough. I think that's enough power fashion. Okay. Power fashion. What? Um, I enjoyed this episode. Um, Power Rangers, Super Putty. Oh, so Rita went back to her palace with the Super Putty. But did she? She did. She flew off with it. Bum 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 bum. What's gonna happen next? I don't know. Super Putty's probably. Hmm. Anyway, I enjoyed this episode. We got we got we got, got the super putty. We had the Frankenstein monster, probably the most nails monster they've fought so far. <laughs> he was, wasn't he? Um, <laughs> the Power Rangers. They were the Power Rangers, and they fought the Power Rangers with their swords and their guns. Um, and it was a great time had by all. Ernie was there. Just good, solid episode. You know, all the all the big names: Balkan Skull, Sharky. <laughs> <laughs> sharky unexpected sharky I, uh, I did not recognise her at all that was amazing there she was um, Angela Angela Sh- you know. all, all the power ladies all... no Marge though no Marge unfortunately no. that would be good wouldn't it what if what if they swapped out so Sharky became the red ranger Angela became the black ranger and Marge became the blue ranger all, all girl ranger team Original Mighty Morphin <gasps> Girl Ranger team. Uncle Steve can be Red. Um, no. Red Ranger. No, because that's not a girl swap. Green Ranger. No, because that's not a girl swap. I want Uncle Steve to be in it more though. Oh, Uncle Steve can be uh, Zordon. What about Uncle Howard? Uncle Howard can be Alpha. What about Mr. Kaplan? Mr. Cap. Well, Mr. Kaplan will have to be Green Ranger. No, Mrs. Applebottom will become Green Ranger. Mrs. Applebottom. Yeah. Amazing. Or Applebee, whatever her name is. Applebottom. <laughs> Apple bottom jeans, <laughs> boots with the fur. The whole glove is looking at her. She is a flower. She is a flower. Next thing you know, apple bottom got low. <laughs> but we're not here to theorize on what could be the original Morph- Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. Or sing about Mrs. Applebottom. Girl thing, or sing about apple bottom jeans with the boots and the fur. We're here to and to, to fucking find out, Hannah, if you, a person who's relatively new to Power Rangers, even though you've watched quite a lot of episodes now, are you morph in or morph out? 
I gotta morph out. Fuck off, no. How are you morph out? How are you morph out? How are you morph out? We had a lot of dicking around. We had we had a lot of teenage ness going on with they went to a party, they dressed up. We had we had a really good strong monster in terms of like fighting. Super putty, what's that about? A little bit of a ooh, overarching story maybe with the super putty. What's that? What's going on there? Rio's flying around on a ball of putty. <laughs> you know, and, and Ernie. We had some Ernie action. That was good. Right, okay. I, I, can't, for believe, all I can't believe you morph out. For all those no, reasons, no, no. I wanted to morph in. I really did because this episode was a massive lull. But that doesn't distract from the fact that the plot was ropey as shit. <laughs> okay. This episode was really fucking weird, even by Power Rangers standards. Um, I always enjoy a holiday special. Fun fact about me, love a holiday special. But this episode wasn't really a holiday special, even though it was billed as one. So that was a bit of a disappointment, like, straight away. Um, There's just too much to fault in this episode, I gotta say. For all the, like, the laughs and the amazing, like, (laughs) costume changes and, like, Zack's abs that was on display. There were there were just a lot of problems like going on. So like as I said earlier, I was kinda of torn on Frankenstein's monster's costume. Like it was pretty terrible. Like it was so obviously a guy in a suit. But then again, I I'm also like slightly willing to let it go, seeing as his main mission was to sneak in to the costume party, so maybe it was terrible on purpose. Maybe. Um what was weirder was how he was like bumbling around at the party, barely able to like grab any of the rangers. Like, like he kept like swiping like at them, and they would just like casually move out of the way, like <laughs> like moving off to like hit somewhere else without even noticing he was there. And then he would like miss, and it would be like, uh oh, he's a bumbling idiot. Um, but then, but then later on, he was suddenly like a fucking ninja on his feet. And in the actual battle, he completely owned throughout all of it and, until the very end. So I was like, okay, so he's slow when they need comedy, but yeah, like a, like Usain Bolt when they need like him to be speedy. Right, okay. Um, so you kind of mentioned how like we're going to see the super putties later on. Yeah. That wasn't clear to me. It felt like it just felt like sloppy storytelling. It felt like um, Rita had just changed her mind halfway yeah. through, and she'd intended on sticking with like the monster being the distraction and the super putties like being the real McCoy. But that um, because like Frankenstein's monster started like doing so well in the battle, she just completely changed her mind and just forgot about the super putty stuff instead like used it as like a mode of transport and then just hovered around the battle until he lost and then just went home that's what it looked like to me like it wasn't like if she's gonna end up if this is like a continuing storyline that should have been made clear it should have like showed her going home and then like being like oh never mind i still got my super putty kai not clear at all to so to me it was just like really sloppy storytelling like it was just messy mm. um once again very little tommy tommy was sidelined in the b plot and it's really getting on my nerves like the re- the reveal of his costume b 
being the same as like Frankenstein's monster was kind of funny also like really offensive as we said um but like that like gag like doesn't warrant him like being missing all the time like they always find an excuse to get rid of their best character Mm. well not their best like character but their strongest or their like do you know what I mean like he's the new guy it's like getting a new toy and then just like leaving it on the shelf to like not play with like it just doesn't make any sense um I did really enjoy all the the stuff with Bulk and Skull and Billy was fucking adorable in his Sherlock Holmes costume especially as he kept in character the whole time but as I said like the story like even though they've they're saving like some of it for later Mm. fine I know that now but that wasn't clear in the episode and so to me it just came across as a mess um That's just, like, your opinion, man. I can tell you're really offended. But unfortunately, um, your opinion is the whole crux of this uh, podcast. So, uh, another morph out. Oh, man. Like I said, like, I I really enjoyed this episode, but... It's tough, you know, you... I gotta be be harsh with it, you know? I can't just give them a free pass uh, because of Balkan Skull Bant. She's got a mean right hook, guys. Like, she'll... You know, she'll sit here for the whole episode, talk about how funny this episode is, and all the laughs, and then and then sucker punch you at the end. It doesn't fucking matter, you know. Twist it's, ending, guys. Twist ending. She's, she's cold. She was morph out all along. She's cold. She's cold. <laughs> I'm cold like Madame Wong. No, that's fine. I mean, like, all your points are like valid, obviously. Of course they are. Because um, I know what I'm talking about. Because yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, like you, you can kind of tell how messy the story's going to be from the fact that it's Halloween, yet it's not. Like straight, <laughs> that's what I mean like straight away it's ridiculous but then yeah as a Power Ranger fan myself I mean all you really care about is the the sweet Megazord action the action was good which was why it was disappointing that mm. like the rest of the plot was a mess because it was a really good like fight and, and he was he was a really tough like villain he was it's just a shame that he looked the way he did yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean with moves like that, you want them to be fighting like someone who looks really awesome. But I'm okay with this, you know. I'm 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 getting through it. It's fine. <laughs> You're working um, your way through I'm the trauma my, of this my, loss. Yeah, I'm working my way through this trauma of this loss. Making your way downtown. But next episode is Gun Ho, and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to watching that with you. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to maybe morphing in, but probably morphing out. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode, everyone. Um, make sure to find us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, morph in, morph out. Um, but also us as well. Um, Spanner X23. Uh, big dash. Big underscore here. Sorry, not dash. On Twitter. Um, on Twitter. Yeah, so that's yeah. us on Twitter. Go to the website for our weekly visual companion. Yeah, so morphinmorphout.com. What would be really cool is if like you listen to this episode, but also like, view our visual companion. Hannah does a lot of hard work putting uh, the screenshots up and doing a little type up on each episode. Um, yeah, you can... Um, look at what we're talking about. Yeah. Basically. Or, or just watch the episode. As Use as us as like audio commentary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, get in touch if you heartily agree or heartily disagree with our opinions yeah um, oh give us a review on iTunes as give well give us a review on iTunes that would massively help give us, us some fun facts Is, are there any Power Ranger facts that I'm not talking about that I should be talking about are they you know uh, well, at, this yeah. po- at, the, at this point Hugh's, in the Hugh claims to be a super fan but am I but is he ooh um, but also <laughs> make sure you keep it at this point in 
um, in production because obviously we don't want too many spoilers for no Hannah. No spoilsies, please. No spoilers for Hannah because she needs to see this as fresh as that it was made. If Billy gets a nose ring in a later episode, don't spoil it. Don't know. Don't know until don't it happens. Don't want to know yet. Don't know until it happens. Um, so thank you for listening um, and good night. Bye. My monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It got on in a flash He did the match He did the monster match From my laboratory in the castle 